there's so many influences on us. You know, mm-hmm. what I call the want everything customer. We want everything, yeah. right? We want to be relentlessly connected when it suits us. We want to be completely left alone when it doesn't. <laughs> right? We want, yeah. we, we want the most ridiculously capable, intuitive, powerful, rich to make my own decisions, self-serve. I want all, all, all of this stuff. But make it ridiculously simple, effortless. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to lose me. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films, the show where we bring you direct access to tips and insights from today's marketing thought leaders. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Lamphouse is a production company that creates film-centered marketing campaigns. Our passion, both in our commercials and in the show, is to help companies create marketing that is honest, beautiful, and effective. Today on the show, we're talking to the SVP and CMO of Avaya, Simon Harrison. Avaya is a multinational technology company that specializes in cloud communication and collaboration solutions. In this episode, we talk about how education marketing can keep your brand relevant and your customers loyal. Before we jump in, make sure to subscribe and click the link below to get our free bonus content. If you've been enjoying the show, we would love to hear from you, so leave us a review. It takes about 20 seconds and helps other people like you find the show. If you do that, make sure to leave your Instagram handle in your view so we can send you a gift as a thank you. Now, let's jump into our conversation with Simon. We've been talking about this relevance thing. I feel like the um, expectation for relevance has been skyrocketing over the past year, especially. I mean, I feel like it's a larger trend, but over the past year, it's like, if you're not relevant, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, if you think about the finite time we've all got, you know, you, you, you haven't even got time to figure out if it's relevant or not. You might have avoided, is there something here that's in it for me and spend a bit more time on it? Now, <laughs> just, you got a few seconds to get someone's attention and make them think, this is worth my time. Um, hmm. and, and relevance now, God, it's so much more complicated. You've got, everyone's got a digital trail right now. So you, you've got, I was looking at the trends around data in 2010, we were, there was, um, Data usage, usage was around uh, two zettabytes. Uh, by within within a decade, it's gone up to forty-one zettabytes in terms of data wow. to inform all of these things to make things more relevant. Right? And, you know, a zettabyte's got twenty-one zeros, by the way. You know, that's how significant. Yeah, I had not even heard that um, that term before. So I was curious how <laughs> make that. It's work. absolutely crazy, and, and so if you're not exploiting extraordinary you know uh, opportunity because that that data clearly informs better artificial intelligence yeah. more data yeah. To, yeah to make it more intelligent and and putting these digital trials to good use where you've got you've got obviously the, the trail that you probably don't know about but then your conscious biases trail you know like if you yeah if you like a movie or something and now the ai algorithm is now proposing what looks good to you in a, in almost like a channel that's dedicated to you. Yeah. The, these are the things that you know, relevance It's just, it's just too much, right? It's just too much of everything. So, so give me what's more important to me. It's, it's funny how people, um, like complain about the, the, how much information that, that people are tracking about them. Mm. And it's like, but if they're not tracking it, your ads would be so annoying. True. Like when you get ads that yeah. aren't relevant to you, it's just like your experience is worse. Online. Yes, yes. And I've experienced some oddities actually where I've kind of said not relevant to me and it still it comes back. 
It's uh-huh. almost like, you know, what are you, what are you just trying to drive me crazy or what? So, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, and, uh, but, but uh, the traverse of that, if it's cool, that can almost be enough to be relevant. You know, if people think, yeah. what am I missing out on here? This is, this is, this is something that I'm going to decide it's relevant to me, even if it's not. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, yeah, it, I, I'm going to make it relevant because everyone else thinks it's cool. And if I'm yeah. missing out here, I don't want to be the one who misses out. So it's a fascinating thing, isn't it? the relevance and the different sort of scale and, you know, the diversity, even in just that one thing. And it's so difficult because it's like that piece you have so little control over. Mm, mm, like, mm. I feel like p- people are just, yeah, these trends, it feels like are coming out of nowhere. It's hard to like predict what is the thing that people are going to latch on to. Well, it's, it's about a whole company culture shift mm-hmm. right? you know, from top to bottom. If you've got people out there, speaking the same ways saying the same things and they don't they're representing the company and it's all just a bit kind of what we've always done it's easily safe and all those kind of things but if you're a bit more exciting you're a bit more progressive you're infusing the uh you know the research relentlessly and the trends relentlessly to say what it is we know they need to hear about they want to hear about right that they want to be inspired by then suddenly, uh, as an entire company, you just that just happens as a as a, yeah. as a complete in every conversation, every outward sort of facet, and 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 again, it creates that kind of oh, these guys are a bit interesting, they're a bit cool, they're a bit you know, they're yeah, not, they're not not the samey, you know, and and that must make them someone we need to know a little bit more. I wouldn't have. It's interesting that you're putting it that way, where you're talking about like marketing. Even just the way that the people within the organization are thinking about themselves and talking about themselves goes a really long way. Totally, totally. Hmm. And then you add to that healthy dose of validation, right? We're living in a validation world now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all about validation. I mean, whenever you buy a product from Amazon, do, do you do you just skip over the reviews? I'm pretty sure most people go, uh-huh. I'm going to take a look at what people think about this product. Yeah. Or even consider it. I'm going to go and validate this decision. Yeah. And, um, and I think that applies to everything. You, you are looking at um, uh, lots of, you've got the initiatives of fearing out and fear, fear of missing out because it's cool and it's, it's these seem like they're saying all the right things. And then there's now, hold on, let me just before I take and make any, you know, notable moves towards what it is that they're selling or how they're doing this thing. Let me go and look for some validation now because that's, that's going to inform my decision. And I'm not going to be stupid enough to do it without that now. Yeah. 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 Ridiculous amount of data. So there's, you know, in the via world, we, we, we are obsessed with things like customer stories. You know, that's a brilliant yeah. foundation, right? You know, it's, mm-hmm. Don't listen to us. Don't, you know, don't, don't, don't ask us. Let's make sure that you're, uh, you know, we're pointing you towards others validating what we do is, is right for you guys. And, uh, and in fact, in, hopefully in an exciting way, in a way that, you know, they can't put the book down. It's, it's engaging. Yeah, I, the, that idea of... Um customer testimonials it feels so old school but i'm lately i don't know if it's always been around and i'm just noticing a resurgence but lately it feels like all these huge companies are just like putting out ads that are just like customer testimonials yeah it's like man those work like it feels old-fashioned but it's like it's having a new life i i i I mean it's it's uh in a way it's it's a challenge that's been created by perhaps some of the effectiveness and efficiency of marketing yeah, you know, that 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 ability to reach with such intensity, 
Mm-hmm. You know, people look for a simpler route to make to inform a decision, right? So when we're selling software and they're a bank, one of the things they're really going to go looking for is, can you, can you, what have you done for other banks? Because that just makes it easy for me to go to the, mm-hmm. you know, the business. Uh, these guys, they, they, these top five guys are all good at what they're doing, but these guys did something for these three banks. Oh, okay, well, you've made my decision a whole lot easier. Yeah. I can go and sell that easier because it's my, it's my thing. And, and so there's, yeah, there's, I, I think when it comes to the, the challenge we've created around the potential to reach with so much and, and share so much, you've got to try and make it easy for these people. And that's a way to make it easy. It's, it's validation through just like me. These guys are just like me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that's, you've simplified the things a bit in a ridiculously complex world of trying to make a decision. I mean, how nuts is it trying to make a yeah. decision? And the fear of making the wrong decision is higher than ever. It really mm-hmm. is. Cause there's just so much you can choose from there's so many influences on us you know mm-hmm. what i call the want everything customer we want everything yeah. right we want to be relentlessly connected when it suits us we want to be completely left alone when it doesn't <laughs> right we want yeah. we, we want the most ridiculously capable intuitive powerful rich to make my own decision self-serve i want all all, all of this stuff but make it ridiculously simple effortless otherwise mm-hmm you're going to lose me. And there's, you know, there's all of these kind of complexities around the everything customer that, that it's very hard to solve for. It's almost as a vendor, it's almost an impossible task to make customers happy, actually. And that's our overarching goal, to market how yeah. we get, you know, get businesses to enable their customers to be happy. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's extraordinary how, how much change has gone on and how much of an impact that's had. But we're all like toads and boiling water and kind of gone, Oh, hold on a sec, yeah. Wow, hold on, it has changed, hasn't it? It's not been mm-hmm. as obvious, despite the gravity of it and how much it changes everything, especially in marketing, as you say. Yeah, and I think what what you touched on there for a minute is that keeping your customers satisfied. That's mm-hmm. the piece I really want to talk to you about because that's yeah. the thing that you guys are doing. And that's the thing that I think people forget is a part of marketing. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> people think, oh, I sold them the thing. I've done it. It's like, well, if they don't come back, did you really do it? And so, yeah, tell me about that. Why Why is that uh, like such a big emphasis? Well, it's, I mean, I, I, was, I was on a chat with my team yesterday and, and, and we were talking about messaging pillars and frameworks and things. And I have to, I'll often remind, hold on, hold on. How does this help down the customer value chain? Because if, uh-huh. if it doesn't improve the value to them, it's just not worth doing. It's not worth talking about. You know, if, if you were to give, if I was to, you know, I was to, here, here, here you go, here's, here's the best solution in the world, as far as I'm concerned. It's the Rolls Royce thing, but it doesn't improve things down the customer value chain. What's, what's, who cares? So, yeah, so we, when it comes to the um, focus that we have, our OneCloud platform is all about delivering effortless customer and employee experiences. We're obsessed with multi-experience, the lots of the explosion in devices in the world. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. The explosion yeah. of devices and wearables and the modalities they support. You know, I've got touch and gesture on this watch and natural language understanding and all these ways I engage with these devices. And by the way, I want to be able to use it in different personas. So when I'm in exec mode, I'm catching a fight. When I'm on holiday going, you know, going out with uh, friends, when I'm with family or, or, or whatever it might be, 
And I want you, Mr. Bender, to solve for, market to, reach me, show relevance, tell me about solutions, despite this huge, you know, hugely complicated device-powered world. So you've got UX, MX, CX, and EX really form the basis of total experience, total experience. And our, you know, our one cloud platform is, again, it's, it's obsessed with this total experience and CX, EX are a, a key part of that very much. The other thing I feel like it's great to have all this information. It's great to have all these ways to get to people, but the amount of iterations that you have to make of anything is crazy. So how are, how are you guys getting through all of that? Like, how are you getting through the noise of, I mean, it's a combination of these two things that we talked about. Each individual person's expectations are so much higher in the ways that you're contacting them. But then you also have like the expectation that what you're giving to me is personalized to me. Are you creating different experiences for all of those people? Or are you thinking, what is the communication that connects with all of these people? What is the one thing that connects with everyone? Well, it's more of a communicate in every way, but try not to be intrusive, right? We mm -hmm. market to where they are when they are in the things that they're, you know, they're sat there scrolling for the Facebook feed or whatever. But the, but the in in terms of the journeys in particular, yeah, we're obsessed with with journeys. Even when they land on the website and they want to learn, they want maybe the the journey is about discovery. Maybe the journey is about buying. Maybe the journey is about referring. These are all different, you know, kind of journeys that lead to the same kind of outcomes of getting people to want to pick up the phone or to engage with us and learn about what we've got to sell and add to the funnel and increase the, the quarter over quarter success that we're having at Buyer. So it's it's a more demanding, you know, marketing is like this unrecognizable department of, of people and roles and functions that didn't exist before. And, and uh, but if you get it right, if you get the mix right, the transformation is extraordinary. Like, the amount of shift to to, uh, to marketing closing based on your digital journey versus a sales guy having to close, and then you know the weight, you know the the benefits of that that you can see, but it takes a lot of investment up front. Though we need to be able to empower decisions in seconds, in seconds. That that yeah. that is the uh, and we do that by the way. We we see um, we have a target of of. When it comes to the software, you know, the front of house leading to a, a software as a service uh, purchase through a buyer, th these things that can happen in in, you know, in twenty seconds that we've seen. Mm -hmm. So, so it's a, so it's a, um, yeah, it's absolutely a stated ambition. Is to it's it's about it's about speed. It's about being absolutely more relevantly informed. Um, it's about feeling that this is cool because everyone else is doing it a little bit of that you know there's a lot of mm -hmm. things uh, i think are different today to what they were say five years ago so yeah i i think i'm having a problem oh this is a great solution let me march down the funnel that's mm -hmm. straightforward enough mm -hmm. i think that this is cool so i want it like and I'll what are you guys anyways justify it right if you oh my it, gosh mm -hmm. you will find a way to justify it <laughs> i remember i was with my my wife but she wasn't my wife yet and we were in new york city and we were walking by the apple store and she says to me tell me all the reasons that i should buy an apple watch mm. and i'm like i don't gotta tell you the reasons if you mm. ask me that question you want it bad enough yeah you're gonna convince yourself 
Yeah, you don't need a absolutely. reason anymore. Absolutely. And by the way, it's now a $130 billion business by 2025. And yet it wasn't that long ago. I was on, I was on, uh, when, the, when they launched, um, and, and it was all it was rife on Facebook and people go, Oh, it's a waste of money. Why do you want to buy one of those for? What's the point? <laughs> We're both wearing one. <laughs> yeah. It, way outweigh, it outweighed everything. And when, you know, when did it come become so that even those guys that I chat to today, that are, you know, the, the last of the, of, I'm not going to call them Luddites, but you know, the last of the guys you would never have imagined are going, I can't live without one. It's yeah. Isn't it? yeah. So, so how are you approaching? Like Apple, obviously, I feel like they, they were some of the first to do that thing really well, where it's yeah. like I just must have this thing, and now they've well, you released why, a few. Right? You know why? They are the masters of creating a paradigm shift. The masters. If you think about the very first iPhone, it changed everything we were doing yeah. before. Yeah. If you think about the smartwatch revolution, it's changed everything. If you think about um, the iPad, changed everything. Yeah. If you think about, even they just launched this M1 processor, right? Yeah. What they did was they said, all you got, <laughs> that entire ecosystem, challenging an entire ecosystem of, you know, memory processor, CPU, graphics, you know, all those chips, roll them into one, we want you to buy that instead. What? I even saw a tweet saying, I feel sorry for Intel. I couldn't believe it. I thought, what mm. has just happened? Complete paradigm shift. Not just, not, that chip was not about the chip. It was about selling MacBooks and iMacs. But they introduced a paradigm shift that makes people want to buy MacBooks and iMacs. That yeah. is the, and so when it comes to Avira, again, we're, we're very much about that. One cloud as a composable platform for the composable enterprise is yeah. part of the paradigm. Yeah. But that makes your marketing so much. It's not like uh, it's not like you can be like. There's not as much to compare it to when you're trying to do a compare a paradigm shift. There you go. It's harder to be like, oh, we're just like the you know everybody says it. We're the Uber of blank. That's like, right. You know, yeah. and that makes it really easy to understand. Yeah. But how are you? How are you marketing that paradigm shift to people? It's it's a great question. It leads me to giving you a, a really important answer. The way that people buy into a paradigm shift is through them becoming smarter about it. So it's an educational based mm. marketing. You have to do this educational based marketing and it's a big deal. So what you're doing is if you're a dress, if you've got a, let's say you've got a dress, you're a dressmaker and, uh, and you, uh, you, you want to sell your dresses five grand more than everyone else's. What do you do to get everyone in the shop you know, and, and the bride in the shop and try and sell this, this dress? Or do you say, do you know much about cotton and, this, and, and how it's created and perhaps the silk industry? Do you know much about the way these materials are, uh, uh, are so um, environmentally friendly? You educate them on all mm. these ingredients. You educate them. And eventually they go, well, I can't buy any other dress and I'm going to pay yeah. £5,000 more for it or dollars more. So if, if you, what we're doing is we, we are educating on different cloud architectures, educating on the importance of composability. I'll give you an example. My personal assistant here, Alexa, she recently had a little spinning circle saying, and I was like, what is that? Notification. You have a, a half price item in your favorites list. Would you like me to buy it now and be delivered tomorrow? While I'm walking around the flat, I'm thinking, what? 
what just happened? They've brought this business into my daily routine. I'm just tidying up the flat. I can just say, yeah. And they've brought my attention to this half price item because it was in my favorites list. This is amazing. This is a, this is something you don't stand in a room and build an app for. You compose these solutions. They change yeah. the business model. So you introduce yeah. the benefits of the power of composability through these use cases, educate on what it does in the world today and how it's changed in the world today. And suddenly people are going, wait a sec, I don't want to buy that monolithic cloud platform. I want to buy your composable one. So the educational, uh, you know, we, we... And you're facilitating those people to sell it for you then as well. Yes, Once correct. they feel like they're experts and they're taking some sort of ownership of it at this point. Yes. I feel like that's yes. the other thing is like when you're educating people, they sort of feel like it's theirs a little bit. Totally. You, you, you educate, you, you, you create smart buyers so that they suddenly are, I mean, if you think about customer centricity, you don't grab inputs from customers at arm's length anymore. You bring them in to be part of the solution. Mm -hmm. You bring them in yeah. closer, really close. That's really crucial. And again, it's an, I, I don't want to keep using Amazon, but a great example is you can pop open this thing and you can create an Amazon skill using a, a skill blueprint, composed, sat on the couch, composed, sit here and compose an app. That's bringing the business, it's, it's bizarre. It's bringing, it's, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's bringing me closer. So I'll create something cool and then they go, wait a sec, everyone will benefit from this. And I've created the damn solution. I, mm -hmm. I've actually done it for them. So this is, this is a new way to, your know, customer centricity is, is all about bringing the customer in real close. And you can do that through educating them on power of composability in our yeah. so they think wait a sec there is no other choice for us it, everyone knows marketing is, is is emotive it's about connecting to people in a, an emotional way where they just feel good about things you create that warm fuzzy feeling or whatever but it's all emotional and and mm -hmm. and so you're taking that you're taking that to that you know the next level layer of it i'm proud to be doing this myself i'm, proud, I'm feeling good about yeah. that I did, I, I, I contributed and, and yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a good analogy. I like it. Yeah. And now they'll never go anywhere else because you're their thing that they're proud of and they'll tell everybody they know who needs the same solution about it. And absolutely right. We, we find stuff, that right? the word we use, uh, uh, I'll use that word that I used again earlier. Um, it, it goes viral. You know, when, when you do something that, uh, in a business that is truly, Transformational, what's easy, effortless is yeah. key, right? Effortless is always key. It's not about delighting customers, it's about making it as easy as possible. That's crucial. Yeah. I'll pay way more for easy. I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll have a, I'll, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll even use a worse product sometimes for easy. Um, and so, yeah, you, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's just nuts. Isn't it? You know, I, I, I'll give yeah. you an example. I was, I, was, I was on a particular broadband package for years and it was more hassle for me to go and move to a better package that was going to give me lots more broadband and things. And then it was the unknown of, I don't know how really how robust they are and things like that. So I'll just stick with what's easy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll pay, I'll pay the same money. I'm, I'm actually on worse broadband, but I'll just carry on paying for it. It's so easy. So what that, that, that vendor needs to do is yeah. guarantees of uptime will take care of what you're effortless is king and now now suddenly i'll go well it's just as easy to trans transfer as it is to stay with these guys now i'm gonna buy it yes mm -hmm. i i used to feel the same way about apple maps 
Mm-hmm. It was like Apple Maps is like Google Maps for people who care more about n- n- like native integration than about actually getting where they're trying to go. That's a, and that's me. Because I'm like, I'm like, I just want to say like, hey, take me to such and such restaurant. Yeah. I don't want to pull up this other thing. And they made it so, so easy, easy. that it's yeah. worth it not working every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Reversible is a key one. Consistency is another one. If you go anywhere in the world and you need your coffee and your favorite you know, your favorite outlet is there. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you're going to just go, where's good? I know what I'm getting. Easy. I'll have one of those. And that's, that's, there's, there's, a, yeah. there's a list of about 10 things that, that translate to easy that if you implement them and obviously marry that and map that and look at what you could do in terms of your marketing strategy, easy to get to that, that information architecture, uh, easy in terms of reach, where they are, when they are, that suits them, all of these things. It's got to be easy. You'll, you'll, you know, you're, you're always going to see more. You're going to see better than trying to delight customers. That's key. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films. Lamphouse is a production company that creates film-centered marketing campaigns. If you want to chat with us about your next campaign, we'd like to hear more about what we do here at Lamphouse. We would love to hear from you. You can reach me directly at josh at lamphousefilms.com. Just a reminder to click the link below to get access to our bonus content. It is totally free. And if you're on YouTube, make sure to click that subscribe button. And if you're listening on a podcasting platform, send us that review. It goes such a long way. Marketing Conversations is a production of Lamphouse Films, produced by Lauren Zare and Malia Irby. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Until next time, stay inspired and let's keep the conversation going.